Welcome to The Gone Show, the show where my guests and I explore anything and anyone that is now gone or might as well be. On tonight's episode, we'll finally be talking about town criers. And now, joining the world and beyond from The Gone Show studio in the American Midwest, the host of The Gone Show, Bannon Backus. Good evening, listeners. Thank you for joining us for The Gone Show. Tonight, Jay Stewart, John Mad Jack Mitten, and Orson Escanaba are here with me in the studio. Jay is a brain in a jar. Hello. John passed away in the United Kingdom in the first half of the 19th century and now manifests himself as an oversized mouth and mustache. And once again, I am here under a great deal of protest. Yes, a truly staggering amount of protest. And also joining us is Orson Escanaba, who is a yeti. I am here and ready to cause bleeding. Okay, so before we move on to our much-neglected topic of town criers, we're going to quickly address the situation that both John and Orson have already made reference to. During our last show, we learned that one of our regular guests, Conroy Pike, is being targeted by a vengeful, and I still haven't come to terms with the fact that this is actually happening, a vengeful potato. According to this potato, who refers to itself as Lord Spade, Conroy will be its first victim, followed by apparently everyone else associated with the show. When I was told that the life of my brother Jay had been threatened, the fate of this Lord Spade was sealed. By threatening me directly, this potato has only made its eventual death by my bare hands all the more pleasurable. And when all of this came to light, a lot of listeners reached out and volunteered to help in whatever ways possible, and we can't thank you enough. As much as I can't believe the nature of what's out to get us, I can't believe the outpouring of support and concern that's come from all of this. So, again, thank you. Uh, Yes, I'd like to thank all of you who reached out to me directly. Your concern and words of encouragement mean more to me than I could ever say. Thank you very, very much. Wait a moment. Listeners contacted you directly and gave you their best. John, it's not important. How many listeners? Ten. Twenty. Certainly nowhere near fifty. John. Listeners are not encouraged to contact me. Perhaps we should take a moment for me to give out the means by which I might be contacted, because the current state of things would appear to be quite higgledy-piggledy. I wish I could say that I was surprised, but this does explain the scarce amount of correspondence from doting listeners that I receive. John, please, we need to get to tonight's topic. I see. Well, 
shall just be here floating in isolation whilst thousands of letters from my adoring public go racing by and what if a long-lost relative is attempting to contact me rest assured they're not lost they're hiding from embarrassment that is a reasonable assumption while i am not related to the one who floats i am often embarrassed to be associated with him what is your address frosty i may have something i want to send you all right before we move on i'll just say that for those listeners who would like to be kept abreast of the situation involving lord spade know that we're looking into ways of better protecting ourselves from a creature like lord spade and all of us have agreed to not allow any fear of this creature to control our lives unnecessarily. Unfortunately, at the moment, we have no way of knowing where Lord Spade is and when this creature may strike. So we're just as safe here as we would be elsewhere. So we will be continuing to produce the show for all of our loyal and concerned listeners to enjoy. Uh, Yes, that was a question that a number of listeners asked me when they reached out to me with their thoughts and prayers. Ew, this is becoming unbearable. Okay, on to tonight's topic. As some people are likely already aware, A town crier is basically someone who makes public announcements and makes those announcements in person among the people of a community. According to my research, people who performed the duties of a town crier existed at least as far back as some... 2,000 years ago, and have existed in many locations around the world. As a matter of fact, I remember town criers from my day. Yeah, I kind of assumed that you would have had some first-hand experience with town criers. Is there anything that you can tell us? Do absolutely. It just so happens that I had an encounter with a town crier that in involved equal parts danger, intrigue, and romance. I assure you, it's a perspective of town criers that has gone undocumented and would perhaps upset our very understanding of the profession. Really, that's great. Tell us about it. No, I'm not going to do that. Why? Well, what with being isolated from all of my admirers, I'm afraid that doing so would be little more than masturbation. John, are you kidding me? What? Each one of us is being targeted by a living potato with aspirations of murder and conquest. I can't even explain that to my therapist. She went off on a tangent about carbohydrates, and now she just thinks I'm worried about putting on weight. Meanwhile, it's everything I can do to keep the show going, which is hard enough when your life hasn't been threatened by something that any sane person would be justified in thinking doesn't exist outside of a fever dream. And you, 
you continue to refuse to make even the slightest effort to be cooperative and, in fact, continue to go out of your way to put images in people's minds that nobody wants. My word, I'm delighted to see that impending doom hasn't made you any less uptight. Here now, allow me to phrase things differently. If I told my tale, I would feel as though I were pleasuring myself. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Who is this Bation, and exactly what is he a master of? I demand to know. Since the dawn of humankind, there has been a secret. A secret so profound, so revelatory, so shocking, that until now, it had remained undiscovered, almost as if it was aware of its own importance and had somehow managed to hide itself, despite simply being a piece of information and not sentient in any way. That's right. This secret is so important that, even though it's not alive, it seemingly wants to remain hidden, but nothing can remain hidden forever. And this secret has been found. And, best of all, it can be made available to you. The existence of God, the nature of reality, the meaning of life. This secret is about something more important than any of those things. And this secret can be yours. For just $12.99, visit our website, shh, that's S, followed by nine H's, to order your copy of this secret and receive it by email in a convenient PDF format the same day. The biggest secret of our or any time. Can you afford to not know? Welcome back to the Gone Show. Welcome back to The Gone Show. Tonight, I'm joined by Jay Stewart, John Mitten, and Orson Escanaba. And John has something that he would like to say. Isn't that right, John? Yes, and it was entirely my notion. You can be sure of that. Go on. If I, John Mad Jack Mitten, have offended anyone's delicate sensibilities as a result of my superabundant and, might I add, potent sexual energies, I apologize. And that's probably the best we're going to get. So, continuing our discussion of town criers, Obviously, an effective town crier would have to be able to yell loudly to reach as many people as possible, but many times they would also use a bell or some other instrument to gather people's attention, and they would often wear attention-grabbing clothing to ensure that their messages were received. Uh, If I remember correctly, uh, in some films that I've seen, uh, wouldn't a town 
town crier also say something before making an announcement? Yes. So in England, for example, a town crier would often yell out Oye, spelled O-Y-E-Z, multiple times. And that comes from the French word that means to listen. The French. A yeti sometimes makes announcements for all to hear, but we do not refer to the yeti as a town crier. What do you call that individual? The yeti is referred to as a shrieker of details. A shrieker of details? Uh, yes, the yeti were kind enough to employ a shrieker of details to advertise the ceremony that they held on my behalf. It really is too bad that I was too busy to accept my invitation to a yeti ceremony in my honor. You were never. Well, needless to say, the need for town criers resulted largely from two things, populations that were mostly illiterate, and the lack of printing presses to produce many copies of written information. Today, of course, literacy rates are much higher, and information can be much more efficiently communicated than it could in the past, so the role of town crier fell victim to those advancements. Uh, That makes sense, Uh, but it's always sad when someone loses their position to something like a technological advancement. Like those poor undertakers who have business stolen from them by brains in jars. But in doing my due diligence before the show, I did find that a limited number of town criers still exist, largely in competitive and ceremonial capacities. Competitive crying. Have you participated in such a competition, one who floats? You appear to be good at crying. Is the two-legged alpaca joking? Yes, there are town crier competitions, and I found that one town crier named Alan Myatt once held a Guinness World Record for being the world's loudest man, having yelled at a volume of more than 112 decibels. As a town crier, Myatt also has extraordinary endurance. Over the course of 48 hours, he was able to deliver a 100-word announcement every 15 minutes. I sincerely hope that he keeps a bag of lozenges nearby. Yeah, I would imagine that someone like him has to take special steps to care for his vocal cords. Uh, My favorite lozenge flavor was always cherry. It's a good flavor. All right, it's time to wrap things up. So to my guests and listeners, thank you. And until next time, good evening and good gone. Okay, remember, as we leave the studio, we're practicing the body system. So everyone, go ahead and encircle me. That's right, a nice tight circle around me. 
The Gone Show was produced, created, performed, and written by Bannon Backus. The Gone Show is a presentation of BoomTube, B-O-O-M-T-O-O-B. All rights are reserved. Visit BoomTube online at BoomTube.com and Facebook.com slash BoomTube Network.